More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, parenting puzzles. Got parenting questions? We've got the faithful, effective answers you're looking for. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, parenting puzzles. Got parenting questions? Well, we've got the faithful, effective answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five and look you know parenting is a lifelong responsibility we 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 like to tell ourselves oh they get to eighteen and then we're done but that's not true <laughs> you know the relationship changes over the years but Christian parents in particular never stop mentoring supporting caring for loving and discipling our kids and it's hard work so we're asking you what parenting challenges are you facing maybe you're struggling to figure out how to meet your infant or toddler's needs and your own. Maybe your littles are struggling with tantrums or your school-age kids are having a hard time following through on what you've asked them to do. Your teens are pushing back against your rules, your faith or values, or your adult kids are rejecting the faith or values you raised them in or, or even rejecting you. Whatever parenting challenges you're facing, we want to help you reclaim your power to be a more grace-filled mom or dad. Again, the number 877-573- 7825. Well, I'll add one more to that. Maybe you are the grandparent who are really very much in charge, or at least a lot in charge, of raising those grandkids. I mean, I know a particular parish that now has a ministry just for grandparents who are helping or completely raising their grandchildren. If you have, you know, days of the week where you care for those children, if it's after school, if you're doing it full time. The grandparenting generation is in a very unique place that they've never been before. There's always been times where grandparents come alongside and and are a big part of their grandchildren's lives. But this is a very isolating time. It's not that you're doing it alongside of the parent necessarily where you're all there or you're part of a larger community there. Everybody's doing this. It's suddenly grandparents who thought they were done parenting having to have a huge influence over their grandchildren. And that can be confusing and exhausting, especially in these very strange times. But whatever stage you're in, whether you are a parent of littles a parent of school-age kids, teens or adult kids, or as Lisa was just talking about, a grandparent, we want to hear from you. 
Give us a call with your parenting puzzles, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Of course, every day we are accompanying parents of all kinds at catholichom.com, our online community, and it's an app as well for Catholic families who are looking to create a more loving, caring, and connected Catholic household. We'd love for you to join us over there for our daily conversations about family life, taking your questions, giving you lots of great creative resources to help you raise faithful kids and experience Christ more meaningfully in your home. You can learn more about that at catholichom.com or by downloading the Catholic HOM app for Android or iOS. Check it out, Catholic HOM. But we're taking your calls right here, right now, at 877-573-7825 about your parenting puzzles. And every day on More to Life, of course, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who don't know what that is, when he was Pope, St. John Paul gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on how we can identify God's fingerprints all over creation and how those fingerprints reveal God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The world makes it tempting to be busy with many things, even various ministries. But the theology of the body reminds us that the most basic and fundamental ministry of every Christian person, every Christian person, is parenthood. Whether or not we have children, every person was created to nurture others, to use our gifts to help others, and to support each other in becoming everything we were created to be. That is what it is to parent. We're made in God's image and likeness, and becoming like our Heavenly Father means first and foremost mastering the love that stands at the heart of parenthood. Every Christian is first called to be a spiritual parent, using our gifts to bless and build up others. Beyond this, some Christians are called to be biological or adoptive parents as well. In either case, parenting isn't just one ministry among many. According to the theology of the body, parenthood is the fundamental ministry from which all other ministries, all ministry efforts, Low. That's right. And if we're not embracing er, the fundamental call to motherhood or fatherhood, both spiritual and actual, and constantly striving and praying for God's grace to be the best mothers and fathers we can be, first and foremost, we can never have a healthy understanding of masculinity and femininity, relationships in general, God, the church, or what it means to be a Christian disciple. Doing the work required to be an excellent parent, whether spiritual or actual, is the primary way God helps us heal the wounds that make it hard for us to love others the way he loves us. You know, parenting is hard, but not so much because kids are tough or people are hard to deal with. It's hard because healing is hard. And the harder we find parenting, the more God is calling us to heal and the more God is promising to pour his healing grace into our hearts so that we can finally experience all the nurturing love he wants to give us and share that love with everyone who depends on us in every way. So if you have got parenting questions about your kids at any age or stage, give us a call. The number is 
877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Let us help you be a more graceful and effective mom or dad and create a more loving, connected, caring, faithful Catholic home. Again, the number, 877-573-7825. Well, I just want to go back to a point you were just making, Greg, which is parenting is hard because healing is hard. And in parenting, that's a twofold thing. We often think we are just trying to heal our children from the wounds that the world gives them. You know, they come home from school and they're crying because a teacher was mean to them or another student was mean to them or they failed a test or, you know, flubbed in gym class or whatever that thing is. And we think we have to heal them. But often, not always, but often, what we find really difficult about parenting is that it brings up wounds for us, whether it's those daily things we went through in school that we didn't quite know how to handle, so how in the world do we help the children handle it, or it's those deeper needs that we had that even if our parents were great, they couldn't meet every single need, and so there's something in us that still feels fragile about something that happened when we were being raised. Sometimes it's quite obvious if we didn't get the best parents in the whole wide world and we're thinking, how do we do this? This is really frightening. I think I might mess up my kids. I, they, they'll see that I'm a fraud. You know, I'm not going to be able to do this well. Well, as you were saying, Craig, those are all invitations to, from God to allow the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts, into our lives, even into our bodies where we're holding so much of that woundedness and allow us through the invitation of our children to really begin healing all of that that we carry on inside of us so that we can help them be everything that he wants them to be. Amen. So give us a call at 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. Then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, and the Son, Son and, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring to you our children of all ages. We bring to you our babies and toddlers, our school-age kids, our teens, our adult kids, and we ask you to bless them and help them to become everything that you created them to be and to use us, Lord, as your instruments of grace. Pour your love into our hearts so that we can communicate that love to our kids. And when we struggle to raise our children, we ask you, Lord, to give us the wisdom and the grace we need to be the parents you want us to be. Teach us how to love your children, the children that you've given to us. Teach us how to parent them, how to disciple them, how to mentor them into a faithful adulthood so that we can build the families, the domestic churches that you call us to create and fill those domestic churches with your love and grace so that our children can grow up to be everything that you call them to be. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the Father and, and the, the Son and, and the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, we are talking about parenting puzzles. Whether you've got infants and toddlers or school-age kids, teenagers or adult kids, we want to help you 
overcome those parenting challenges that we all face at every age and stage. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Whether you're struggling to know how to meet your infant or toddler's needs and your own, get your littles past those tantrums or other struggles with feelings and doing what they're told to do, getting your school-age kids to follow through with what you've asked of them, getting your teens to stop pushing back against your faith or values, or helping your adult kids really live the way you raise them to live. Give us a call again. That's 877-573-7825. Well, Greg, right before the show, we got this from Bill, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. He says, my wife has a very difficult relationship with our daughter, who is 15. She gets along with our son, who is a year older, very well. They share the same sense of humor, and he pretty much does as he's told. My daughter resents everything my wife asks her to do and groans about every chore. It makes my wife very angry, and their fighting is constant. I try to get my wife to calm down and to come up with a plan, but then she says I'm criticizing her and taking our daughter's side. The whole thing is stressing me out, and I want to go out every time I hear them starting to argue and not come home. What can I do to change this situation? And that's Bill, listening in Michigan. Thanks for the question. And this is a really painful situation, of course, um, because it it touches on both parenting and marital issues, right? one thing I would say is that you want to make sure that you're not just addressing this when you hear your wife and your daughter fighting. Yes, that is that is so important because I think that those of us who don't like conflict, or even, Bill, if you're not averse to conflict but have become averse to it because of listening to it so often, we want to, when we want to run and hide during that conflict that's going on around us, it also means that we just don't ever address it when it's calm either because we don't want to bring it back up. We don't want it to happen again. So um, what I'd suggest to you is when when things aren't going badly between your wife and your daughter, you want to get some time just between you and your wife to to sit down and and bring this up to her and say, look, honey, you know, I, I just see, it just makes me so sad. And I know that you're sad about it too, right? Be with her in this. Don't criticize her in it. I know that you're sad about it too, just to see how much, how frustrating, you know, it is, uh, your relationship with our daughter is. And I'd really like to talk through some ways that we could work better together to handle her. Cause, cause what we're doing isn't working, you know, how, and then say, you know, in the times when things go better, this is an important solution focused question, right? Cause we get, when we get stuck in this sort of negative headspace, we just focus on the problem and, and how bad the problem is and how big the problem is and how the problem's never going to get any better. And it's always going to be a problem. Instead, focus on, you know, honey, in, in the times where things go better between you guys, the times where she listens a little bit more or where you like each other's company a little bit more, what's different about those times? Also, talk about your relationship. Don't, don't say, you know, well, so I can do these things. But it's like, you know, did you ask her, do you see anything different about the way that I get her to to do things like when she listens to me or when she wants to kind of spend time with like what's different about those times you know because I'm not sure either necessarily you know but but have a conversation about what works the differences that are making the difference and 
we want to also try to focus on if she gets defensive and says, you know, you're taking her side, you want to reassure her, you know, honey, I'm not taking our daughter's side. I'm seeing that our daughter has a way of pushing your buttons that kind of turn you into another kid. And it, she sort of steals all your power. And, and you end up giving away your power and feeling like a little kid, trying to get another little kid to do the thing that you want her to do. And you end up bickering with each other. Instead of being that strong, godly woman, I know you are. Um, and, and so I, I want to help you stay in that place where you can be calm and you can be intentional and you can be effective. Help me to know what I can do to help you stay there. Right, so it's not about picking on her. It's not about criticizing her. It's not about saying that you're better at this than she is. It's about saying, "Look, let me help you remind. Let me help remind you of who you are, uh, and, and help you be that person when you're dealing with our daughter, because she really pushes your buttons, and it's hard to stay in that healthy place." By the way, this goes back to the point we were making earlier in the show that the parenting is hard. Not really because kids are hard. I mean, they can be, but but really the the reason that kids are hard for the most part for us is because, or we experience them as hard, is because they're calling out things in us that need to be healed. And and this is a perfect example of what we were talking about there. You know, your wife is able to get along with your daughter, but there's something about your wife's own background that's that's causing her to um, identify in unhealthy ways with your daughter and take her anger out of herself on your daughter. Now, I'm not suggesting you necessarily bring that up. You don't want to be your, your wife's analyst or anything. But if, No, and if, it probably would put her on the defensive pretty clearly. But if you recognize that she's coming from a place of some some kind of woundedness, it doesn't have to be radical. It's just some kind of woundedness that's letting her feel less than effective with your daughter you can have that compassion you need to have for her right now i think you just want to throw up your hands and say she's just got to stop she's got to you know not bicker with my daughter i can't take it anymore i want to leave home and not come back but if you can begin to realize that it's coming from a place of uncertainty on how to to relate to your daughter because of something she experienced then you can go at her with with real compassion and that problem-solving mindset that Greg is talking about so just to recap that you know talk to her about this when you know at some other time besides when they're when you when your wife and your daughter are going at it and very much removed from that not five minutes after not that night after not when it's anything is a sore point when she's calm and this isn't going on and you have some time to really process this secondly excuse me be compassionate about it and and really focus on helping her see that look i I, honey i'm not taking sides i see you as a strong and effective and calm and good person except when our daughter makes pushes those buttons and then that that calm and effective and respectful and good person kind of goes out the window and i want to help you be that person i know you are in those times when she's pushing your buttons what can i do to help right uh thirdly we didn't mention this but in our book parenting your kids with grace or actually in your case would be parenting your teens and tweens with grace which is the sister volume um, we have a section on parenting as a healing enterprise, and there are four, there's a four-question technique in there that will help get to kind of the root of what's going on with your wife. If you guys would read that together, I think that would be really helpful. Uh, and finally, I want to encourage you to check out Catholic HOM. 
uh, our Catholic home community where we talk about these kinds of things every day and provide that support and encouragement and the resources moms and dads need to get kind of over these hitches. Your, your wife could actually, if she's in the midst of an argument with your daughter, get on there and ask a question and have the support of our pastoral counselors and the other members of the community who might have been through something like it and want to share that support. So if you need some additional support, come on over to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app and check that out. But thank you so much for your question, Bill. And if there's more we can do to support you and your wife, don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the program at Catholic HOM or to learn more about our pastoral counseling services at CatholicCounselors.com. All right, we've got to go to break, but when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about your parenting puzzles. Whether you're dealing with uh, concerns about your infant or toddler, your school-age kids, your teens and tweens, your adult kids, whatever it is, we want to help you parent more effectively and more gracefully at every age and stage. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls coming up right after the break. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I said to the churches one day, what do you think you're going to look like in heaven? Oh, some of them had absolutely magnificent ideas. I didn't think of one of them. So I got desperate because then my turn came. I didn't know what to say. And so in desperation, I said, what do you think I'll wear in heaven? And they all said with one voice, armor. (laughs) EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Turo is the Catholic healthcare option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest healthcare sharing ministries, CMF Turo offers a pro-life Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Turo is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled Parenting Puzzles, as we talk about those parenting questions you have of every age and stage, whether you've got infants and toddlers, school-age kids, tweens or teens, or adult kids. We want to help you more effectively parent those kids you got. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. With that, let's talk now with Karen, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Illinois. Hi, Karen. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Well, 
broadly, I want to get my kids and grandkids and back to church. Mm. How can I do that? Well, can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with your kids and grandkids? Do you see them very often, and how close are you guys? Oh, we're pretty close. I And I try to stay out of their business, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't preach to them. Maybe that's wrong. I don't know. But, um, no, well, you don't want to preach to them, but I do think that it's okay to, to, to well, I mean, you need to kind of witness um, to them and pray for them, and, and, and not just, like, pray for them yourself, but, you know, look for opportunities to pray for them. For example, let's say that, that your son or, you know, one of your kids calls you and says, oh, it's been a really rough week, Mom, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so first you, you kind of empathize. Oh, I'm so sorry you've had such a tough week. That's terrible. I, I really, My heart really goes out to you. Lord, please bless my, my son and help him to be able to handle these challenges more effectively and just be there with him and, and love him through this because you can, you can provide all the things that I can't. Amen. So well, what's going on? what else is going on this weekend? Like you see what I did there? I I I I I made God part of the conversation. I didn't ask permission. I didn't say, "Can I pray for you?" Uh, I didn't say. I didn't say, "Let's let's let's pray a rosary right now." I just I, I empathized, and then I brought God into the situation and prayed for them, and then you know, and then changed the subject, moved right on, and then they can kind of roll their eyes and say, "Oh, that's Karen," you know, how you know, Mom, how she did, but that's fine. You're bringing Jesus into the situation there, and you're showing them how to do that and inviting him into their lives when they ask you hi hey mom how's it going or hey grandma how you been you know you know what i've i've it's been it's been a it's been a little bit of a difficult week but you know what i really felt god's presence the other day and it really helped get me through that doctor's appointment or that situation that i or it's been a really good week and i'm just so grateful to god for blah 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 you I, it's not about preaching to them it's not about quoting the catechism or bible verses at them or, or scolding them for not going to church it's about witnessing to them of the power of god's love and grace in your life and bringing his love and grace to them through you it almost helps them to like adjust their spiritual eyes you know if you put on a new prescription of glasses suddenly things are a little bit clearer for those few moments they get to look at life and their problems and their joys a little bit differently with that clarity of oh like god has something to do with this he can help me he's giving me blessings and it builds up over time so you're really planting seeds and continuing to till that soil karen so you know it's 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 i think it's a different approach right it's not about getting up in their business it's not about lecturing them it's about witnessing to them and sharing little moments of, of grace with them now of course in your own private life do make sure you're consistently praying for them taking your all their intentions to your rosary and to mass and all of those things but when you pray ask god to teach you how to respond to your kids and grandkids in a way that will help you bring out the best in them and lead them back to Him. Because yes, we offer our kids and our grandkids to the Lord and ask Him to touch them directly, but even even better to ask Him to teach us how to be those effective instruments of grace in our own lives. We're continuing to take your parenting calls here on More to Life at 877-573-7825. Back. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We are in an age where the culture is taking over so strongly, and we need to be effective communicators. One-on-one, online, in interviews, phone conversations. Doesn't mean that every person is going to have a degree, that every person is going to know how to do a podcast, 
but we need to first form ourselves in prayer and know the faith and then at least know something. If we're going to be evangelizing and out there on whatever platform on a regular basis, but are we making sure that we are doing it to the best of our ability, prayerfully, but also in a way to communicate effectively? How do we get that message across? How are we approaching people? Are we being kind? Are we giving them accurate information? Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God, but I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the President of some country or something. You might get a lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have, and we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence, and in proportion as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. And not to have them is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi there, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. No matter how old our kids are, they'll always want our love. They'll always crave our approval, a word of encouragement, any sign that lets them know that we think they're showing some strength, doing something right, or at least trying to pursue something worthwhile. No matter how damaged a relationship, every adult child wants to know that their parents are proud of them for something. We need to remember this. It's critical that parents of adult kids look for the good intentions behind the things our adult kids are doing and try to express our pride in the efforts they're making to pursue those good things. That can be hard to do, especially if we disapprove of the way they're pursuing those intentions. But learning how to do this is the first step in being mentors to our adult children. To learn more, check out our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, or visit CatholicCounselors.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Parenting Puzzles, as we talk about all those parenting questions we have with our kids of every age and stage. And so whether you've got infants or toddlers and you're struggling to know how to respond to their needs, maybe, and meet your needs too, oh my gosh, is that even allowed? Um, whether you've got school-age kids that you're trying to help succeed in school, You've got teens or tweens who are kind of pushing back against some of your rules or struggling in their friendships and relationships. Or you've got adult kids who are kind of having a hard time living out the faith as you've raised them to live. Well, we want to support you in every age and stage. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Whatever parenting challenges you're facing... Let us help you reclaim your power to be a more effective and grace-filled mom or dad. Before we go back to our calls, we just want to take a moment to send out congratulations to several members of our EWTN radio family. 
Ludington Catholic Radio in Ludington, Michigan is celebrating their seventh year with EWTN. Huntsville Catholic Radio in Huntsville, Texas is celebrating their 20th year with us. And Two Hearts Radio in Walla Walla, Washington is celebrating 22 years with EWTN. Congratulations to Father Wayne Wheeler in Ludington, Raymond Scheel in Huntsville, and Rod and Kimberly Fazari in Walla Walla, Washington. From all of your friends at EWTN and right here on More to Life. And listeners, wherever you're tuning into Catholic Radio, we ask you to support your local Catholic station to keep Catholic Radio going strong and growing stronger. Keep them in your prayers, support them with your dollars, so that we can be here every day for you, supporting you in living a more abundant and faithful marriage, family, or personal life. And thanks again for your ongoing support for Catholic Radio. Well, with that, we are taking your calls about parenting today on More to Life on our show titled Parenting Puzzles. The number, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Justine, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Justine, welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Thank you. Thanks. Um, I've got a four and a half year old daughter that um, sleeps in the same room as two siblings as well. Um, But lately, she is having a hard time either initially falling asleep or if she wakes up, um, then she'll have a hard time falling back asleep because of, she says, like, her imagination and what she thinks in her head of, like, Uh scary things. Um, And I tend to take, like, more of, like, a realist approach. First, it's a matter of calming her down. Um, Uh And then... Uh, trying to explain to her that, like, the room is just the same, it's just darker, and trying to tell her, like, the good things about the dark for her body and and that we're just down the hall. and But um, it's, it's her, like, um, go-to is that she still just wants to hold either my hand or my husband's hand um, at night. And and, um, and and can I ask you, you're, is, that a, and that, is that a problem for you in some way? Like, what, what's, what, what's your concern with that? Yes, I guess my concern is, um, well, one, um, I am about eight months pregnant, and I know mm. with the soon-to-be baby, I'm going to be up in the night anyhow, and I and it's going to be a lot of back and forth between her, potentially, and the baby, um, and my husband at a certain time, and like when it gets a little bit earlier in the morning, he needs to be out. So, um, kind of just the juggling of all of it. Yeah, you're terrified um, of the chaos and the lack of sleep. Sure, that's completely, completely understandable, Justine. It's rough and you see it coming. I want to start with this before we talk about, you know, ways to address it. You, you, your daughter is very wise. She, she told you it's her imagination and she totally is 100% right. Four years old is when the imagination kicks in big time. They do not have the capability of then reasoning their way out of that imagination yet without help because that that logic phase or that reasoning phase doesn't really kick in until about seven. So she wakes up or she's going to sleep and this thing is going on in her head and it's very real to her, but it's 
brilliant that she can identify it as her imagination at this point. It really is. Yeah, so you're not wrong to try to walk her through the things you're walking Mm -mm. her through. And and that's really ultimately helping her kind of develop the internal dialogue that she's going to need to be able to calm herself down. As she grows into that stage. That's right. But but she's not at that stage yet. Because what's what's happening right now is she's still learning self-regulation. Self-regulation is the ability to kind of feel stressed and then kind of step back from that stress and say, all right, what do I need to do to make myself feel better? And in order to do that, I, I need to have some pretty high-level thinking ability. I need to be able to, you know, kind of, like I said, step back from myself. And I need to be able to talk myself through the thing. Um, and, and that kind of self-talk doesn't really, I mean, it's starting to come online now, you know. But, but, but uh, it's, it, the self-talk that comes online at like four and five tends to be the kind of self-talk that causes me to spin out. Oh my gosh, there's a monster under my bed. Mm-hmm. What if the monster eats me? What the, if I get you know, The imagination yeah, right? is the self-talk at yeah. that point. I, the kind of self-talk that allows me to step back from myself and say, but there's no monster under my bed. It's going to be okay. That comes online around six, seven, eight, okay? Uh, and up until then, I, you know, kids need help to calm back down. And so, you know, holding your hand, being close to you. There's a beautiful little moment in, in the Winnie the Pooh stories where, where Piglet says, uh, Pooh? And, and Winnie the Pooh says, yes, Piglet? And Piglet says, oh, I just needed to be sure of you. Mm-hmm. you know, and that's really what's happening here. She, she just needs to be sure of you. And, and I realize that that's not you know, convenient for the timetable that you're on. <laughs> but that is what kind of developmentally she needs and is at right now. So you know, finding those little, you're kind of asking yourself, you know, how can I you know, really be there for her to give her that support she needs to learn the self-regulation you know, while not driving myself crazy, right? So I, I don't have a you know a simple answer for because that's going to vary. It's going to vary from household to household. And frankly, it? night to night with your daughter, because her imagination is going to come up with a new scenario every night. But there are things to try. I mean, first of all, it's great that she's in a room with her siblings. Maybe even just moving her bed closer to the oldest sibling's bed, so that she knows that there's another safe human in the room that she can just look at, not wake up just look at and know that that person is there might be a good first step letting her know hey your siblings are sleeping they're calm they they can understand all of what you're going through but they're older and they can do this and so can you now one thing that you could do during the waking time right is since this is an imagination problem you can give her an imaginary solution what do Mm -hmm. i mean by that so you could have her draw have her imagine uh, 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 something that would protect her. It would be it, you could you could go kind of with the you know the root of Saint Michael or or one of the angels or saints. Yep, we had we had kids who definitely chose that path. It was you know making a really bold, wonderful picture of Our Lady, you know, protecting them under her cloak, or St. Michael with his sword coming after the thing that they were imagining in their closet. But you have her draw this picture of, of, of you know, either that, or you could have her, alternatively, I want you to imagine a monster that's even, that's even so scary that it would scare all the other monsters, but this monster's your friend, mm-hmm. and I want you to draw a picture of him. Okay, let's and, and you just really build it up. Okay, oh, show me this. Oh, now what's this? Okay, you know, and then you know, have her actually draw a picture of that, either angel, Saint Michael, or or Our Lady, or you know, that that imaginary big monster, beating up or defeating the other scary things that come at night, and have her actually draw it out so it's a story, right? 
and 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 let her know that that she has that protector with her. She can either use her imagination or she can pray, uh, and and ask Our Lady or Saint Michael to to intervene and and really just sort of play out that story uh, of how you know the, how she's being protected in that situation. I'm not and, equating those things, by the way. I'm just giving no, you different ways. Because your child is going to have different needs and different relationship with each of those persons. So you really need to work with her to see what's going to give her the most comfort. If you go, if she decides that she you know, has a good relationship with Our Lady or St. Michael or some other saint that she loves, you can <clears throat> give her touchstones for that as well. There are wonderful dolls of the saints out there now that she could actually hold and cuddle in her bed. Um, there's a Shining Light dolls has these wonderful, very child-friendly, you know, wooden ones that she could keep near her bed. If it's Our Lady, she can have her rosary near her. You know, a child-safe rosary at this point where she can just you know hold it and be and holding ask, our lady's hand and just hand teach her to teach her to say you know mommy mary please hold me in your arms yeah. you know um you know so so that that that's kind of the more kind of spiritual route depending on where your child is some kids are more spiritually precocious than others if she's you know not quite there but more in the kind of the imaginative place then you can use the other this other variation on that similar technique um, but the point is, you have you talk to her about it during the daytime, where you have her kind of imagine these stories, and you might have to do it more than once. You know, she says she had a bad dream last night. Okay, well, let's draw that out. Okay, draw out your dream. Now, the you know, either you know, again, St. Michael or Our Lady, or this big scary monster that your best friend comes, and, and what, does the, what do they do? Tell me the story. Play it out. Draw it for me. Uh, the more you're actually showing her that, you're teaching her how to use her imagination to be her friend and, and to, to help her calm herself down and and you're you're facilitating that self-talk that uh doesn't inflame whatever feelings she's having but actually helps her calm down now um again that will help and it's going to probably take a little bit of time to get there in the meantime she's going to need to lean on you to learn that self-regulation because what happens you know before we learn self-regulation and honestly, even as after we do, because, you know, as adults, we sometimes don't self-regulate very well either, right? That's and so why we what, have anxiety and all those other things. But when that person who loves us comes and holds us, what happens? In effect, they kind of airdrop their calmer state of being into us, and that helps reset our heart rate and our respiration and our body temperature and our muscle tightness. And we just, whenever, you know, when you had a good hug and you go, ah, right, that's... That's that person airdropping their relaxed state into your body. Well, when you hold your daughter's hand or you cuddle her a little bit, you're airdropping your calmer state into her body. And, you know, until she knows how to do that for herself, she kind of needs you to help her with it. So giving her some of these imagination skills that we talked about by drawing out the story and all of that during the daytime will, will help get her there a little more quickly. But in the meantime, you know, I think just recognize that she's going to need you a little bit longer. You know, you still have a few months before before the baby comes. Um, just really focus on, uh, you know, really being there for her fully um, and, and for in the now. So that by the time the baby comes, maybe you'll have gotten yeah, to that place. Yeah, filling up that tank. Yeah. I also want to suggest, uh, Justine, if you'd like more support like this as your family grows and you have more questions about managing all of this, we'd love for you to become part of the Catholic Home Community. You can come check us out at CatholicHOM.com or learn more by downloading the Catholic HOM app. It's a community for faithful Catholic parents who've got parenting questions. Our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches are there every day uh, answering questions, moderating discussions. We've got tons of creative resources to help make parenting easier 
And who doesn't need that? So check it out, catholichom.com, or download the Catholic HOM app. The first month is free. We'd love to see you there. Check it out. All right, with that, we are taking your calls about parenting today on More to Life. If you've got parenting questions about kids at any age or stage, whether we're talking about infants and toddlers, littles, school-age kids, teens and tweens, or adult kids, let us help make parenting easier. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. And as we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 through 7. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and with your whole being and with your whole strength. Take these words to heart. Keep repeating them to your children. Recite them when you are at home and when you are away and when you lie down and when you get up. You know, this um, verse is is really um, uh, God's command to the Israelites to remember that they are his children and to remind their children <laughs> that God is their father. Uh, and that is sort of our mission statement as Christians as well. In all things that we do, our job is to remind our children, to keep repeating, uh, not just in our words, but in our actions, that, that we love the Lord our God with our whole heart, mind, and strength. And teaching them how to do that is the most important thing. Not just doing what we told them to do, or completing the chore, or getting the task done, or getting their homework done, but really learning how to do all those things in a way that shows their love for God above all. Well, if, that's a big job, though, and if you've got questions about how to make it happen, whether you're talking about parenting challenges or living your faith at home or you name it, give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let us help you solve your parenting puzzles today on More to Life when we come back after the break. This Ave Maria program is brought to you by the following. Weaving its way through the heart of the Holy Land is a well-worn path that once felt the footsteps of our biblical faith heroes, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King David, and Jesus. From sponsor TVN with host David Friedman and Mike Pompeo comes a sacred journey of hope along Route 60, the biblical highway. In theaters September 18th and 19th, it's Route 60, the biblical highway. Information at route60.movie. That's route60.movie. Do you or your spouse snore but won't get help? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Many of us go to bed and can't get a good night's sleep because we have sleep apnea. Then we get excessive daytime sleepiness, fatigue, or concentration issues. Untreated, this can lead to heart failure, hypertension, and even diabetes. The first thing to do is go to a sleep doctor. The ultimate solution may be a CPAP machine. This machine provides positive pressure in our airways and alleviates the obstructive breathing issues associated with apnea. So many of us know this, but we still won't get the help we need. Here's one more reason to get your breathing fixed. A recent study indicates that the effects of sleep apnea may cause us to age the equivalent of 10 more years. Now make that appointment with a sleep doctor. For more, look for our Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? 
Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Parenting Puzzles. As We talk about those parenting questions we all have, uh, and whether you've got infants and toddlers or littles uh, or school-age kids, teens or tweens, or adult kids for that matter, we want to help you be a more effective and grace-filled parent. 877-573-573. 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Let's talk now with Kathleen, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Dallas, Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Kathleen. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Good morning. Thank you. Uh, well, I have a five year old grandson who is kind of in that whining stage. You know, everything makes him whine that he doesn't get his way with. And usually he's pretty good at sharing with me. I'll I'll kind of on purpose ask him, you know, if he has a snack or something, can I have some just to kind of make him share. And he's really pretty good at that. But when it comes to his eight-year-old sister, she shares Mm. with him all the time. But if he has to share with her, it becomes a whining mess. And um, And is that with anything, like you've been practicing with him with snacks and things like that, but is it particular to toys he loves, or is it just anything, because right now he's sort of staking out his ownership of things? Yeah, it's pretty much anything. Uh, If she wants to play something different, or he does you know, just, yeah, toys, food, you know, anything. It seems like she kind of pushes buttons without even trying. Okay, um, so so you know at, at, at this this age is a, is a good age to start teaching the idea of the importance of loving people more than things. Yeah. Um, and and you know this is one of the, this is kind of a big the, a theology of the body point, right? And we kind of tend to think that well that's just too too big a concept for for kids to get. But really, you know, this is something we we taught at least I taught all of our kids, you know, around this same age. Uh, we we tell our, our clients to do the same thing, and, and they really can get it, you know. And and, the, and the, here, basically, the message is, I want to give you all kinds of good things, right? Um, but I can only give you things that you can handle. Uh, well, I can only give you those things if you know how to love people more than those things. Because that's what God made us to do, to love people more than things. And the things that we get uh, are to help us to enjoy the people around us. So, you know, when you, when, you have, you know, when you have something good to eat and you get to share it with another person, that should make it even more enjoyable. Or when you have a fun toy to play with and you play with somebody else, that should make it even more enjoyable. But if you love the thing more than people, then it's no fun. <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't give you that thing. If you, so, you know, are you willing to share this, or do I need to take it away for a little while? 
Now, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that with a five-year-old, you're not taking away for a week. You're not yeah. taking away for the rest of the day. You might take away for the next 15 minutes, you know? So they can think about it and calm down and think about being able to share it in some way. You can even say, how can you share this? Can you share half of it? Can you share it for 15 minutes? Can you use what the toy that you're using right now if I set a timer for 10 minutes and then share it with your sister because you need a chance to finish? You can work with the how. And you can work with with a structure that doesn't make him just have to abandon his love for something. But it does need to be pointing to, you love people more than the things, so let's concentrate on that. So you're not moving immediately to taking it away. You're just, you're just saying, okay, so look, we need to figure out a way for you to be able to share this. Or you're telling me that you love this thing more than the people around you, and I'm going to have to take it away. So let's figure this out. Would you be willing, like Lisa said, to set a timer and let her have, you know, you, you, you let her have it in 10 minutes, or you trade back and forth? Or would you like to let her be willing to let her have this piece? Or you know, you know what I'm saying? You, you try to work it out, it, you know. But you sort of set that boundary up at first, so that he knows what's coming if he's not willing to work with you. Uh, if you know you give it to your old college try and he's still not willing to share, then you say, okay, well, then I'm going to need to take this away for a little bit until you are willing to share it. So that he understands that the choice isn't I get it all to myself and get to push everybody away and I get to be Gollum and with my precious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, 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 it's more that I, I can have the thing as long as I love the people more than the thing. Now, I will say with his sister, who is still also a child, you also, all of you, you, his parents, want to be working with her as well in terms of when she wants to share something with him to be able to say hey i'd really like to play that game with you in like five minutes when you're ready or can i have a toy a chance with that toy in you know if if grandma sets the timer for us for you know 10 minutes or 15 minutes so that you know you can move on to doing it with me or i can have a chance Whatever that is, help her as the older sister to be able to ask in a way that's not taking it right that second and making him do that shift that every five-year-old really has a hard time with. Given the perspective of people are more important than things and you need to love people more than things and let's give you a chance to transition into this by setting a timer or doing it in some way you can think of that works for everybody should get you pretty far. But, you know, this is something that not, not just your five-year-old grandson deals with. This is something that every four or five, six-year-old kid kind it's of deals with. It's a learned skill, and it's not something kids just grow into by magic. Or they it's really not something they to. grow out of either. You know, so exactly. It's, they so need to be taught. You have, you know, kind of teaching this lesson of, of the importance. Of, yes, you can have the thing as long as you love people more than the thing. And you teach it incrementally, just like you teach any other skill. You can't teach a child how to spell every word by telling them once. You have to do it with them and practice it and they'll get command of it over time we talk more about this and lots of other parenting questions in our book parenting your kids with grace uh, which covers uh, birth through age 10 and we also have parenting your teens and tweens with grace which is 11 through 18 you can also learn more by joining our catholic home community at catholichom.com or downloading the catholic hom app as I mentioned earlier, it's a community of Catholic families who are supporting each other and getting support from our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches uh, to answer their questions, to have great conversations about building a more loving, caring Catholic home, and getting tons of resources to make parenting and grandparenting, in your case, Kathleen, easier. So check it out, Catholic H-O-M. 
com or download the Catholic HOM app. That's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for your questions and letting us walk with you during this part of your journey. If you need more support in your parenting or family life, again, check out CatholicHOM.com or... If you'd like to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor at catholiccounselors.com. But remember, folks, wherever you're at, we, we live in God's grace. There is so much more to life. Get out there and celebrate the life God has for you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.